Hi everyone, and welcome to the third episode of Pure Nonsense. I am recording this introduction after I've recorded the rest of the episode. When I listened back to all of the other recordings, I realized I didn't have an introduction. I didn't say hello, I didn't say I hope you're doing well, so I wanted to hop on here and say that. I recorded the rest of the episode that you're about to listen to last Monday. I don't remember what day that was, but today is Tuesday, July 5th, which means yesterday was the 4th of July. I love the 4th of July so much. I think it is such an amazing holiday. It is always such a good time. I was away this weekend with friends, having a blast. That was incredible. I was home yesterday with my family. That was so much fun. And it really just is always such a good time. You've got hot dogs, hamburgers, sunshine, fireworks. I just don't know how you can't have fun on the 4th of July. I think it's an incredible time. I hope that you had a great weekend, a great day, whatever you did. I hope it was fun. I hope you're having a good morning so far, afternoon, night, whenever you're listening to this. I just hope you're doing so well. And I also wanted to preface this episode a little bit by saying that it's just a tiny bit deeper than my previous two episodes. Now, this is only the third episode. There's not much to go off on. But this episode is a tiny bit deeper and I go into more detail on that with what you're about to listen to. So I won't keep talking. I, again, hope you're doing so well. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I hope you enjoy. Okay, so I am sitting in my bed right now. It's 11 p.m. on a Monday. I don't do this. I don't stay up late. Yes, 11 p.m. is late, okay? I I don't normally do this, but there are some times where I'm trying to get ready for bed, I'm trying to relax, I'm trying to fall asleep, and my mind just keeps running about things that I usually just talk about in my head. I told you in the first episode, I talk to myself all the time. I've been doing that for like the past hour, so I figured let me grab the microphone so that I can, you know, at least get my thoughts out there and I can actually sleep. So, that being said, when I started this podcast, oh, what, two weeks ago, I clearly stated this is going to be super random. It's probably going to be all over the place. I'm pretty sure I made the description of the podcast just kind of anything and everything. You know, I I had planned on talking about a variety of things, and I really do want to do that because I don't want every episode to just be like, oh, here's my morning routine, here are some of my favorite products that I've been using, here are some of my tips on, you know, working out, etc., etc., I don't want every episode to be something like that. I will have a lot of those because those topics are very fun for me to talk about and I think other people like listening to them if you're like me, but I do want to include episodes that talk about things that go a little deeper than that. Now, by deeper, I mean things that we are probably all thinking, things that have probably crossed all of our minds at one point or another. 
there are things that I think about that I've talked about with my friends, with my family, and I just think they're interesting topics. So, super long story short, let's just get into it. So, I wanted to talk about something that I've noticed for a while. It, I Like, I've seen this around for years, a, a pretty long time. I don't know exactly how long, but it's been a while. However, in the recent, you know, maybe four or five years, I've been seeing it more and more and more, and it is truly disturbing. I don't know any other word to describe it other than just flat out disturbing, and that is the hold that technology has over the younger generation. And by younger generation, I mean children that are being born now that are literally, they come out of the womb and they basically have an iPad handed to them. The next generation, the younger generation right now, I swear they are being set up for total failure. And it is actually sad to watch. You go to restaurants, you go to any public place, a grocery store, you go into Target, you go into the mall, you go into a movie theater, wherever you are, if there is a young child, they could be in their car seat or a stroller all the way up to, I don't know, first grade or something, the second they start acting up, the second they get emotional, the second they get aggravated, maybe they, you know, are about to start a temper tantrum, whatever it is, the second that happens, one or both of their parents immediately grab their little backpack, they're sifting through all their stuff, and they hand the kid the iPad. They might even hand them headphones. And the second that happens, whatever problem the kid was having disappears into thin air. That problem no longer exists for the child because they are distracted by endless content right in front of them. At such a young age, Whatever problem they are having, it is immediately solved in a split second. That is not okay. When you have a child, and I I don't have kids, okay? I'm 23 years old. I do not have children. I've babysat before. I used to babysit through high school and stuff. And, you know, I have younger cousins, young neighbors. I have dealt with little kids before. But I'm not coming from, you know, the viewpoint of a parent or a mother. I understand that. However, I know well enough that this is an issue. And the longer it goes on, the worse it's going to get. But I don't think that it's going to stop. I really don't. Now, when I have my own kids later in life, I will not do this. I, I have told myself, I have promised myself that will not happen. That will not fly. Absolutely not. Because when you're growing up, when you're a little kid and, you know, you're in preschool, you're in kindergarten, uh, maybe you go have a little play date at the park with your friends and then your parents are sitting there watching you, making sure everything's good. When something bad happens, when you get aggravated, when you get upset, when you fall down and you start crying because you think you're hurt or whatever... At that age, that is when you are supposed to be taught how to properly and effectively deal with problems. Now, 
I don't like the parenting style of, you know, if you have a little boy and he starts crying, you have to immediately shut it down and say, no, boys don't cry. I don't agree with that at all. But when you have children and there's a problem, you need to talk to them face to face and you need to deal with the problem right then and there. I don't care if you're in the grocery store in a public place, they need discipline. Because if they don't get discipline, they don't know that what's going on is wrong. They don't know that it's inappropriate, that it's not the right time or the right place to be acting the way that they're acting. They need discipline. And discipline does not come from an iPad. It comes from a parent. And I don't know if I sound incredibly harsh right now. I hope I don't. I'm not trying to offend anyone. I am just trying to voice my opinion on something that I have seen honestly way too much of in the past few years, like I said, and it really scares me for the sake of this younger generation because if they don't get that discipline and if they aren't taught right from wrong at a young age, that isn't something that they can just figure out on their own when they get to high school and college and all of that. Those fundamental issues And those fundamental ways of going about your day-to-day life are learned at a much younger age than you probably think. Because the amount of things that you're exposed to as a little kid, it's, it's way more than when you get older. Because when you've gotten older, you've already experienced a ton of things. Everything kind of just seems to fall into place at that point. You're kind of just going with the flow once you get to a certain age. But when you're young, everything is new. You've never seen, you know, the new activity that you're about to do. You've never heard certain words. You've never watched certain movies or, you know, seen certain actions. Whatever it is, it's all new to you when you are really young. And when you mix all of that stimulation with the constant gratification of, hey, if there's ever a problem don't worry about it. If you're upset, if you're angry, if you're stressed, don't worry about it. Just sit in front of this screen for two hours and you'll be fine. That's not okay because that doesn't happen when you're an adult. Do we all have smartphones with social media? Yeah, we do. But when there's a problem in a relationship, whether that's romantic, a friendship, family relationships, when there's a problem at work, when there's a problem, you know, dealing with a customer at a store, you're not going to go say, you know what, I am so overwhelmed right now. I'm going to go in the break room and I'm going to prop my iPad up and put my headset on and, you know, just watch my cartoons for a minute. No, obviously not. You deal with the problem right then and there and you were taught how to deal with problems when you were a little kid. And the thing is, there are kids that are already born with certain behavioral tics, certain behavioral issues, maybe they're, you know, kind of anger issues, things like that. Yes, a lot of that is based on nurture, but I think some of that stuff can be passed down. I think there are certain ways that a brain can be wired the second the baby is formed in the womb that might give them, you know, certain behavioral tics. And when you combine those behavioral issues that a kid might already have 
with the lack of discipline, with the instant gratification of, oh, if I start crying, if I start yelling and screaming and kicking, I'm going to be rewarded with exactly what I want, when I want, right in front of me. When you combine that, this is where it gets scary. This is where it honestly terrifies me. This is where that word disturbing comes into play. Because when you combine all of those things that I just described, when that kid gets older, they're not going to know how to deal with any of their issues. They're going to treat people worse than you can probably imagine someone being treated. They're going to act certain ways in situations that if you saw that today in the middle of a public place, you might even call the police. What I'm about to say, I don't know if it's going to upset anyone or if it's going to be like, eh, I don't, I don't agree with that. Like, you're kind of crazy for thinking that. But it's something that I do think. I think that this next younger generation is going to have the highest percentage of crime. It's going to have the highest percentage of people like serial killers. I am not kidding you. I truly think that the way these little kids are being raised by technology. Some of them aren't even being raised by their parents. They're literally being raised by their iPads. That's a serial killer in the making right there. That might sound absolutely insane. You can say that. I won't be offended. But I truly think that. Because, okay, if you think about it, if these kids have never been taught right from wrong, other than what the little cartoon is telling them to do, if they've never been taught how to deal with their problems... What are they going to do when they get older? What are they going to do when they're having an argument in a relationship? Honestly, how are they going to even have a relationship? Because if when these kids go to restaurants and they're sitting at the table with their family, instead of having a conversation with their family, the mom immediately whips out their iPads, sets them up in front of them, they have their little headsets on, they're watching or playing whatever games, and then the parents are talking to each other and not including the kids in anything. If they aren't exposed to that as they're growing up, what are, what are they going to do later in life? How are they going to interact with people? They are not only going to be a generation that has behavioral issues, has anger issues, but they're just going to be genuinely socially awkward. And obviously, there are plenty of socially awkward people today. Completely understand that I can be incredibly awkward in social situations, believe me. But to this extent, we've never experienced it before. Because if you're my age, you know, young, mid-20s, we didn't grow up with technology. I didn't get my first iPhone until I was going into high school for safety reasons, because I would be at school all day. My parents wanted to easily, you know, be able to reach me, all of that. Before that, I had, you know, the flip to the side phone, just the regular flip phone, stuff like that. But I wasn't exposed to social media and all of that until I was a teenager. And then when it comes to, you know, the topic of endless content, yes, we had YouTube and stuff like that. We didn't really have Netflix. We didn't. I think Netflix was a thing, but you like mail-ordered movies and Redbox was a thing and all of that, but that's completely different. That wasn't right at your fingertips any second that you wanted it. This next generation, 
the young kids right now. They are the first generation that has ever grown up from ages literally right out of the right out of the womb up until now. They are the only ones that have experienced technology their entire lives. I have heard that there are actually kindergartners that own their own laptops and they bring those laptops in their backpacks to class. And half of the day, their class is, you know, using laptops to teach, which is fine. There's certain levels of technology that are necessary and are a good thing. When you think about it on, you know, a medical level or, you know, space exploration and all of that, the advancement of technology in those situations is absolutely necessary. And I hope that continues to increase and get better day by day. That is completely separate from what I'm talking about right now. What I'm talking about is the mindless type of technology, the mindless content that has zero purpose in life, that is just numbing. It is literally just numbing content. It is not helping the development of these young kids. It's not helping their behavior. It's not helping their learning process. And I just don't know what they're going to be like when they're older. You know, I said, you know, there's going to be higher crime. I feel like these are serial killers in the making. I do think that. Obviously, I don't know that. But it's terrifying that we don't know what they're going to be like. I mean, this is completely new, and I don't think it's a good new. Again, technology is great in certain aspects, but I don't think it is great in this sense. It is not helpful to them. It's hindering their ability to grow at a faster rate, to take care of themselves, to understand certain just life experiences. It is disturbing. And, you know, maybe you can describe what I'm talking about as just me being fearful of the unknown, basically. But I think that what I'm feeling is a genuine concern. And I think it's reasonable to be concerned about this because, like I said, there is so much content that is so unnecessary. It is ridiculously unnecessary, and I'm a victim of it also. I have social media. I spend way too much time on it. I had to delete TikTok, not just the app, but I had to completely deactivate my account and completely get rid of it because my screen time was nauseating. I I don't even want to say how many hours I was spending on TikTok alone. It made me sick when I saw that number, so I immediately just deactivated the whole thing and I I love not having it. I literally don't miss it for a second. That being said, I watch Instagram Reels all the time. But I use the excuse of, oh, I use Instagram for my business. I can't delete that. Which, yeah, that's that's kind of true because my target market for my business, it really is people that, you know, are going to find me on social media and, you know, look at my photos and videos that way to decide if they, you know, want to purchase from me and all of that stuff. Anyways... Just the amount of content out there that is pointless is what is really going to destroy these kids. Because, you know, I I don't 
I haven't been into, you know, an elementary school to see what the classrooms are set up like. I don't know how much they're exposed to when they're in school, but I do know what I see in public when they're with their families or their friends. I know what little kids are posting on Instagram. That is wrong. Little kids should not have smartphones in the first place. They should not be on social media posting photos of their faces and location tags of where they live and all of this stuff. That is terrifying. Uh, There needs to be some rule about that. It is, like I said, disturbing. Technology is disturbing. And I just don't know what they are going to be like. That's where I guess all of this goes to. I just don't know. Because... Like I said, there are plenty of people that are born naturally with those behavioral issues. And again, a lot of it has to do with nurture, the way your parents raise you and all of that. But if you already have those natural tendencies and then you combine it by being raised by technology, when you have problems later in life, you will not know how to deal with them. And by you, I'm talking about the young generation right now. And I just don't know how they're going to handle situations. Like, are they going to punch holes in the wall all the time? Are they going to try to jump out windows? Are they just going to whip out some kind of weapon and just just flat out murder the person in front of them? Because I I don't know. And what are they going to do when they do have, you know, like a boyfriend or a girlfriend when they get into high school and stuff? When they get into an argument and the other person isn't listening to them, they're not giving them instant gratification, they're not immediately reassuring them. Like I said, I feel like this next generation, the crime rate is going to be so high and I don't mean to get morbid and, you know, I I don't mean to get all creepy but I feel like that is inevitable if the way that this pointless technology is progressing continues to go down that road. It's like I I have known creepy people in my life that are my age that did not grow up with this technology that were disciplined as children, yet they still acted the way that they did in ways that are terrifying. Ways that I don't I don't talk about. I don't want to even remember that. And the fact that there are people like that that didn't grow up with technology, I just think it's going to be 10 times worse. I really do. And, you know, one of the good things about the progression of technology is the fact that, like I already said, with the medical stuff and I randomly threw in space exploration. (laughs) But another good thing is like data analytics when it comes to crime and forensics and all of that. The progression of technology in that aspect is incredible. Being able to solve crimes quicker, being able to, you know, if you find a rag in the middle of the woods that might be from the victim, you can match any type of DNA on that rag in like five minutes. That's fantastic. But I think that, you know, because the police officers the psychologists, the scientists that we have now, they did not grow up with technology. They definitely did not grow up with technology, right? So when this younger generation that has known nothing but technology 
grows up and, you know, might start committing crimes more and more and more. The police officers, the scientists, all of them, they're not going to be on the same level of knowledge regarding that technology as the person that committed the crime. I am going down a rabbit hole here. Believe me, I am well aware of that. I, again, I don't stay up late. I'm pretty tired right now, so I might be talking just complete nonsense. And that's the name of the podcast, so that's fine. But I think that even with the beneficial aspects of the growth of technology, especially in the sense of, you know, forensic analysis and all of that, I think the next generation is just going to be able to outsmart it all. I think they're going to know, you know, exactly what the police officer's next 10 steps are going to be. And they're going to be able to just, you know, hack into anything, figure out whatever technical thing they need to figure out, and they're going to be able to get away with anything. I really think so, because the people that are trying to catch them don't understand technology the way that these younger people do, and I don't know. I I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point, but I just, I don't think it's going to be good, and I don't know what can be done about it other than trying to give these new parents a little lesson on like, hey, you know, maybe send them a little how-to parenting video or something, but it's just so bad. I really hate seeing it, and it is one of my biggest pet peeves, seeing a kid misbehave and not be properly disciplined in a way that's going to benefit them. Obviously, don't discipline your kid to where it's just going to make the situation worse and, you know, make them resent you and give them behavioral issues in life regarding the way they were disciplined. Don't do that. Oh my God, don't do that. But you need to teach them, hey, that's not okay. Here's why it's not okay. If you do that again, there will be consequences. Here are the consequences, you know, things like that. Teach them in a way that leaves a mark on them so that they know when they get older and when they're going through life not to do it again because certain things, like, um, Imagine the temper tantrum that a three-year-old is throwing. Imagine that same temper tantrum on a 20-year-old. It's not going to go well. It's not. It's going to be ridiculous. I feel like all hell is going to break loose. I really do. I probably sound like a very old person right now saying like, oh, you kids. Oh, no. But that is how I actually feel. Those are my late night thoughts for the day on a lovely Monday. And okay, like I said before, I am well aware that I am, you know, a current victim of the whole social media age. Like now that I'm older, once I got into Instagram and stuff, it's obviously addicting. I think we can all agree social media is addicting. However, again, I didn't grow up with that. I wasn't raised during the fundamental stages of my life and those fundamental growth stages with social media. I didn't have that. When I was born, and if you're my age, this is going to be the same for you, like when you were bored, you would go find a board game, a card game, you'd play outside, you ride your bike, kick a soccer ball, play with your siblings, your next door neighbors, whatever you could do to pass the time when you were bored, you would do those things. Maybe it's crafts, 
whatever it was, it wasn't mind-numbing. It was active or interactive in some kind of way. It wasn't mind-numbing like iPads are for little kids that are growing up right now. And with little kids that are growing up right now, when they get bored, instead of doing the things that I just mentioned that I would do when I was a kid, they go on YouTube and watch videos of like grown men making pink slime. What is that? What is that? What good is that going to do for anyone? It's embarrassing for the people making the video, I feel like. Like, what are you doing? And then what are the parents doing letting their kids just do whatever they want with that stuff? It's, it makes no sense. There's no point to it. And so like, yeah, I know I'm sitting here complaining about it, venting about it, giving an opinion that no one asked for. And at the same time, I don't have a solution for it. I think a lot of people do that nowadays. They just complain about things without actually thinking about a solution or even caring to give one. And I've tried thinking about it throughout the years, like since I started noticing this and since it started like really bothering me that this is going on, I just don't know what a solution would be other than to say like just parenting classes, honestly. It's like when your kid is having a problem, they need you more than they need their iPad. Like you need to pay attention to your kids more instead of just pushing whatever they're feeling to the side and saying, you know, I hope this cartoon helps. I hope this YouTube video helps. Like, you know, they're not going to come to you when they're older for anything after that unless, you know, they're going to ask you for their iPad. I don't know. They're not gonna, they shouldn't like rely on you, you know, you should be raising your kids to be their own person, but they're just not gonna feel close to you. Like, I feel incredibly close to my parents and to my family in general because they were very involved in my life and I was very fortunate to have that. I am well aware that technology or not, that might not exist for a lot of people. I am very well aware of that. But I think it's just going to be so much worse with this next generation because parents that maybe they even work from home now with all the COVID stuff. And even if they work from home, their kids probably don't see them often because the parents are doing whatever on their phones and then the kids are doing whatever on theirs and no one is actually paying attention to the real world. And I really just think it is detrimental to the younger generation and I am honestly disturbed and scared for them because I don't know what to do. I can't do anything. I'm 23 years old. I don't have my own kids. The only thing I can do is make sure my kids aren't raised that way and I don't know if anyone else experienced this when they were growing up. I think everyone did at some point. When I got in trouble for doing something, I could have like lied to my parents about something, whatever it was, or fighting with my sister, whenever I got in trouble, I would get grounded. And the main punishment for me when I was grounded, it was like, you know, no hanging out with friends after school, and then also no TV. Because as a kid, the only form of technology that I was really consuming, well, technology is in everything, But the only form of, like, media that I was consuming was, you know, Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, stuff like that. And so when I would get in trouble, 
something that I liked a lot, like TV, would be taken away from me for one week, two weeks, whatever it was. And obviously, I would, you know, that would make me upset, but I would find other things throughout the time that I was grounded to keep my mind busy, to keep me occupied, like I said before, games, crafts, riding my bike, whatever it was. And life went on. I was perfectly fine. I was probably upset for like a day. And then, you know, I forgot about it because I can get distracted easily, especially when I was a kid. And so, when I think about stuff like that, I wasn't addicted to media at that point, right? You, I don't, I don't think anyone was addicted to the Disney Channel, okay? It would come on occasionally. You might watch it after school, but also another thing, I think a lot of families had screen time limits. So, maybe they would let their kids watch, you know, 20 to 30 minutes of TV a day or something like that. And I remember as I got a little older and I started babysitting, when I would go to babysit the kids and the parents would leave, you know, they would give me the whole rundown, give me the instructions and say, like, don't let them watch more than one movie and stuff like that because they don't want their kids staring at a screen the whole day or the whole night. Makes perfect sense. But with the way that I see technology and media now coming into little, little kids' lives, like very little kids, like I've been talking about this entire time, when I see how much of it they consume in places that as a kid for us would have never even been possible, like restaurants and grocery stores and malls in in the middle of Target, when I see kids consuming it to that level And they are completely unaware of their surroundings. They don't know what's going on. They're just focused on what's in front of them, which is the screen. When those kids get a little bit older and the parents start, you know, trying to discipline them more because they're getting into trouble, their behavior sucks. I mean, their behavior is going to suck. When that happens, I'm assuming they'll probably threaten to take away their phones and their laptops and all of that what are the kids going to do? Because, you know, I said when I was a kid and I would get grounded and I couldn't watch TV for a week, you know, whatever. I was watching it for like an hour a day. I kind of watched a lot of TV as a kid. But I would forget about how much I missed the TV after like a day of being grounded and I would find other fun things to do because I had done those other fun things throughout my childhood and I could be social and I could, you know, fend for myself, basically. Not that my parents would, like, kick me out as a kid and say, you know, you're on your own. No, but I knew what to do with free time and I knew how to take care of myself. These kids are not going to know how to do that. I swear they are not. And there there are plenty of families now that have young kids that are doing just fine. They are doing just fine. This is not saying every single kid and every single parent is like this. I'm just talking about the people that I've seen do this and I see it like every single day. When I go and run my errands, when my boyfriend and I are having a cute little dinner date at a nice restaurant and then the table next to us starts playing Coco Melon. What? I just, I don't know what's gonna happen. This podcast almost seems pointless because I have no end point to it. I don't know where 
I'm going with it. I don't know what I've said this entire time. I really don't. But like I said, I just wanted to voice my opinion. That's what this is nonsense, like I said. But yeah, I I would love to know if other people see this and think that it's as ridiculous as I do. Because I feel like if there are a lot of people that think it's ridiculous, why don't I hear more of it? You know? I feel like it's just so sad to see it like face to face in real life and I I just don't know. So yeah. I I feel like throughout any podcast episode I've filmed so far, which is three, that I say, okay, all right, that being said, so I need to come up with some more transition words. So, uh, there I go again. There I go. But yeah, I don't know what else I have to say about the topic of just the fact that technology disturbs me. It really, really does. And I hope you feel the same way because if I'm the only one that thinks this, that might be even scarier to me. We'll have to see. Maybe I'll do a follow-up episode if anyone wants to tell me their opinions on it and we can discuss it more. But I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed me rambling on for a decent amount of time. I hope you enjoyed it if you're driving, walking, maybe doing a little yoga Maybe you're listening to this in the background of your work, emails, laundry, cleaning the bathroom. I hope you enjoyed it. And I will probably be filming or recording a little bit more of an upbeat episode next time. But I did want to incorporate certain episodes within this podcast. I think I said this at the beginning that are a little more serious. Not that this is serious because I'm not qualified to really talk about serious issues. But I, yeah, I said it at the beginning, so you know what I mean. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you next week.